So the next two questions are to do with coaching. Um, a lot of the comments we got after game seven are related to coaching. Um, we kind of got to one earlier as well. So this comment was, um, Montgomery should be fired for being a scared coach. Goalie hurt, changing up the lineup over and over again. The question was, is it an overreaction to already be saying Montgomery is not the right guy to lead the Bruins to a Stanley Cup? Um, yeah, I think it is an overreaction. Like, he he obviously didn't have a good series that you know we've covered that on past podcasts. All everything we we thought he got wrong, everything that's fair to question him about, and a lot of it absolutely is fair. Like, there's plenty to criticize Jim Montgomery for in this series. He was pretty hard on himself in his you know exit interview and end of season press conference. Um, but I would point out that like this is someone whose track record over the course of his career is really good. He won in the USHL right away, won a championship, got to two frozen fours at Denver, wins a national championship. His one full season in Dallas gets him to the second round of the playoffs, you know, big improvement over the year before. Um, they were off to a good start a second year before he obviously got fired. Uh, St. Louis improved under him. Um, you know, after they had taken like a bit of a disappointing step back after the Stanley cup year. So, and then obviously what he did in this, like in the regular season this year, that, that shouldn't be ignored. Like he had this team playing really good hockey and pushed a lot of right buttons and then it all crashed and burned in the playoffs. So like, yes, some criticism is fair, but the idea that like he's in over his head or he can't win or you know, he's not the right guy to lead them going forward. I think, I think that's one where like, I get the emotional, passionate response to what you just saw, but like take a deep breath for like a couple months this summer and like regroup a little, because I think that's probably, probably a bit unfair. I think Jim Montgomery is a really good coach who, who made some mistakes. I also think that would be an overreaction. I think obviously you have to give the guy an opportunity to, to to show that he's learned, right? I mean, back in 2009, you could say the Bruins lost to a less talented Carolina team with Claude Julien behind the bench, and then the following year they they blow a 3-0 series lead against Philadelphia. So if people were rash about Claude Julien not coming back in 2011, maybe you don't win the Stanley Cup. And by the way, they're one goal away from losing game seven in round one to Montreal, and maybe he would have been fired after that. But you got to give a guy an opportunity to learn. What I didn't like about Montgomery – is I just think he needs to not be such a good cop. And you guys have heard me say this before, but I hated the comments after game six. I don't even care if he was trying to play Kate to the media, but to lose to lose a closeout game six to five on the road after having two leads in the third period and to come out into the uh, at, at the podium and say, you know what? What a great hockey game. And just like smiling. It's like, no, buddy, that's, that's, not, that's not what this team needs right now. So I'm not saying that's what he was saying to his team behind closed doors. But I just think there needs to be a little bit less of a less of a buddy buddy approach with the players, and just you know, you can be that guy. But I just think there are some adjustments he needs to make. Some not over not over complicating his lineup. Just go go with your gut. Go with, with what's gotten you to where you where you've been. Uh, don't overthink things. Don't be such a you know psychiatrist for the players and massage their shoulders all the time. So there's a couple of changes I think he can make going forward that would benefit him and the team. But no, I don't think they should get rid of him because of you know this spring. 
It's, I mean, it's very obviously an overreaction to say to fire the head coach of a team that has the the new record for wins in the NHL after his first year. It's, you know, the sample size of playoffs was seven games. Um, and it was not the result that he should have gotten with his team. And it's fair to criticize uh, his handling of a, a lot of different parts of the series and how he had a roster this good and couldn't find a way to make it out of the first round. But I guess in or- it, just to push this a little bit into, you know, less of a black and white kind of question, um, it it makes, I think it made a lot of people think, is he the guy, it, does he have what it takes to say in the next five years, um, is he the right style of coach? You know, does he have what it takes to get whatever the Bruins have, whatever the ro- roster the Bruins may have now going forward, which by the way, this was the best team he was going to have. So now if he's going to lead the team to a Stanley Cup, it's going to be with fewer pieces. Maybe that'll help him simplify it. <laughs> um, but I guess maybe to push it a little further, does he have what it takes to, in the next five years, lead the Bruins to a Stanley Cup? Um, obviously, they're not going to ditch him yet. But well, to answer, to go a little uh, further. So I don't know about I don't know about a Stanley Cup because that's going to depend on how this retool goes and what the roster looks like over the next few years. But one thing I will be really interested in with Montgomery is, you know, when they hired him, like one of the things Cam Neely and Don Sweeney talked about as, you know, part of what they liked about him is uh, they felt like, you know, he works well with younger players and he'll help develop them more. And, you know, I guess we probably saw a little bit of that this year. Um, you know, Trent Frederick definitely took a step forward. He's on the younger side. He's not a rookie, obviously. You know, Jake DeBrusque is still young-ish, and he took a step forward. Um, you know, Jacob Lauko looked good when he got opportunity. So, like, you saw a little bit of that, but for the most part, this was a very veteran-heavy roster. So, you didn't he didn't have, like, a ton of opportunities to really develop younger players. I guess maybe you could say, like, Jacob Zaboral was, you know – possibly a disappointment in that respect. He just didn't use him. He just didn't play. Like he was on the roster all year, but he didn't really get an opportunity. So maybe you could say he didn't really develop him or, you know, how do you develop a guy if he's not going to play? So, um, but going forward, like we're going to have to see that because they're going to have to get younger. You know, they can't, we've covered it. Like they can't afford to keep everyone. So there's going to be turnover. Um, And yeah, I'd say, especially like towards the bottom of the roster, you're going to, have to give some guys from Providence a chance. So how he does with that, I think will be interesting. That's part of the reason they told us that's part of the reason why they hired him. And he's obviously done that. He's worked in the USHL. He's worked in college. Like he has experience developing younger players. He, when he was at Denver, he sent some guys to the NHL, you know, Danton Heinen among them coming to the Bruins. Um, So I think, you know, that'll be interesting. And I think that's where, he can show, you know, some real chops besides just, oh, can he win a cup, which was obviously the goal this year. You know, I think other goals surface if there's a bit of a retool and he'll be tested in different ways. I would agree with that, Bridget. I think we're probably good to move on to the next question if we wanted to finish up here. 
Yeah, sorry. Um, someone just started cutting their lawn next to me. So I had my mic muted. I hope you can't hear it. Um, this is probably what we're going to end with because um, one last coaching question. Uh, so Montgomery is up for the Jack Adams and he's the favorite to win it. Um, but is he really the best coach in the NHL this season? I mean, this is a cop-out answer, but I kind of feel like the best coach in the NHL is the one who hoists the Stanley Cup at the end of the season. Right. <laughs> I think I think that's when the most adjustments come into play. I think that's when you're game planning against four teams for two months for seven game series. I think that's when you that's that's when you earn that that title. Regular season awards are what they are, um, but I think you know when when the when the biggest prize in, in the industry is is won in June. Uh, the regular season award doesn't really tell me who the best coach is. Now, obviously the best team has a play in that, but I think, I think the guy who wins the cup is probably the best coach in the league at the, at the end of that year. Yeah. And I think it, like best coach is also extremely dependent on situations. Like I don't, it, you know, I don't really think that like there's anyone in the NHL right now who's like the Bill Belichick or Phil Jackson has just like this long track record of winning a ton of championships or Scotty Bowman to use an NHL example, like that coach isn't in the league right now. So, you know, you look around and it's like, all right, like look at the Western conference finals. It's Bruce Cassidy against Pete DeBoer, both in their first years with new teams, two guys who are undeniably great coaches who've had success, have won a lot of games wherever they've been. But, and we touched on the Cassidy thing on the last podcast, like, I think, you know, I think he had run his course in Boston. Like, I think his voice had grown stale and it it wasn't the right situation for him anymore. So would he, you know, like, is Bruce Cassidy a better coach now in Vegas than he was in Boston? I'm sure he learned and, and grew, like, no question. I think coaches get, learn and try to get better every year. Um, but it's just a better situation because, like, Vegas was a team that needed his voice, where his voice was going to make an impact and have an effect on those players. Whereas in Boston, if his voice is losing that effect and guys are tuning it out or don't like the way he's delivering messages anymore, like, well, then is he really the best coach for Boston? You know, like not like if guys aren't responding, then whether the coach is doing what he's supposed to do or not, then like, that's just not a great situation to have. And it was the same, you know, Pete DeBoer got fired in Vegas. Like he had been a great coach there, but, they obviously want to change. They felt like he wasn't the right guy anymore. So, you know, who, like who's the best coach in the league? It's like Mike Sullivan has the rings, you know, he has three of them, but Pittsburgh missed the playoffs this year. So like, is Mike Sullivan not a good coach anymore? Like, no, of course he is, but he couldn't save that team this year. Um, Rod Brendamore, obviously highly regarded as a great coach. Hasn't made it to a cup final yet. Has been in Carolina for a while now has had some playoff disappointments on his resume. So it's all dependent on the situation. And I guess, you know, I would say like, is Jim Montgomery the best coach in the league? Probably not, but like he's up there. I mean, he's, he's a good coach. Like, I don't, I don't question that. All right. So the, the finalists this year are Jim Montgomery, Lindy Ruff and Dave Haxtall, just in case, um, People didn't know who the other coaches are that are up for the award. Um, once again, I'm sorry. Somebody just started. I don't know if you can hear it. Like, we can't really hear something. it. So. Okay. Well, that was our last question anyway for today. We're going to have another um, mailbag next week as well. And some of the 
questions we have that we didn't get to that we'll get to then or about Bergeron's injury. Um, a lot of people are asking about, will he need surgery um, and just different things about a few of the Bruins injuries, um, future of the Bruins and potential trades were some of the questions we did not get to that we can get to um, in our next mailbag segment and whatever uh, else anyone wants to send in. By the way, just to wrap up the, the Jack Adams discussion, Montgomery is going to win though, because yeah. when you, when you break all those regular season records, it's a regular season award. So playoffs have no impact. All the votes were already done uh, before the playoffs started. So he will win. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But the, the, the question was, um, it was beyond the award, so we tried to give a little more. Objectively, he's going to win. Yes. Yeah. Do we do we really think he is? I think Scott. I think you put it pretty accurately. He's he's probably not right, and but he, but he definitely well certainly not playoff coach at this point. But if we're talking regular season coaches, he's clearly among you know, yeah, he's up there. He's he's a top tier coach in the regular season. Hopefully that translates to the postseason next year. So, uh, Bridget and Scott, unless you have anything else to go over in this this episode i think we'll probably wrap it up yeah fingers on the dial all good all right all right thank you all for listening we'll talk to you soon